Cheers. Cheers. And welcome back to the most extravagant extravaganza on the podcast universe. It's the Thurston 10 World Cup Extravaganza Part 2. Bro, I'm happier than the Saudi Arabians celebrating their win over Argentina. We have no doors in here. We threw them all in the street. I'm doorless, Cotton. (laughs) He doesn't have any doors. He really doesn't. How much are you enjoying the cup so far? Dude, it's been incredible. It's you know why it's been incredible? Because it's in Qatar. Because it's in Qatar. Because the matches have been compelling. The upsets, the goals, and because you don't have to be in Qatar watching it. <laughs> That's why. I also just feel like in general, people were like just super down on this World Cup. Uh-huh. A lot of like bad storylines kind of going into it, and I don't feel like people were excited about it. And now we're remembering why it's the World Cup. Right. Glorious sport. Everybody's got a chance. It's soccer. Anybody can beat anybody. You're going to make some chances. You're going to miss some chances. But it's all about the chances that you convert. That's right. And that's soccer in a nutshell. You might only convert one. That might be all you need. That might be the one. Yep. I was going to say, I think, I thought... USA had the one for, was that 80 minutes? Just about. Big takeaways from you first from the Wales game. I got to know your opinion on that. I thought, other than the really bad penalty in the 85th minute, defensively I thought we looked really good. We were reading the passes. We were stepping in front. We weren't Mm. giving them a lot of opportunities. No, we were cutting off the, the balls in the air, like first half. Yeah. The, the back line looked really controlled. They looked really good. Um, we weren't creating a lot of chances, which was a little bit disappointing. No. Overall, chances were... shots on goals, I don't know why. Yeah, I think we had one shot on target all game. That was the shot on target. <clears throat> but, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that's a terribly bad thing just because... Right. Our key to victory is we need possession. Uh-huh. We got that. We need uh-huh. to step in front of the passes when the other team tries to break. Just disrupt the counterattack right away. And keep it low scoring. Um, we'll see if they can do that against England. What were your takeaways? I think, honestly, I was a little impressed with our play in the first half, especially. Uh, like I said, it, it's soccer, so it's like that, that thing where you can say... Well, they look like they dominated a game, even though it's 0-0, like most sports, like you can't say that. They kind of dominated Wales in that first half, asking all the questions. Uh, there was Sargent at the the far post that I think he should have put in, that weird own goalie moment. Yeah. So I think like they were definitely put the pressure on, on the Welsh. Um, so I like that. Um, obviously, I don't think you're going to be in the position to do that too much against England. Um, you're going to be kind of sitting back, counterattacking. I like that kind of... They had more more impetus and more danger than I kind of thought. So that's a plus for me. And I think, like you said, the organization on the on the back end, really good until the one kind of shitty moment. Yeah. Just this, this stupid challenge. Yeah, one bad challenge. Back to goal. Like, you, you really don't need to make a rash challenge like that there. Bale's not going anywhere at that point. No, he ain't scoring it with his butt. 
Definitely could have used better decision and, making and, there, but you know it's the 85th minute of the World Cup. You're excited, right? You're starting I mean, to yeah, think like maybe tired. we're gonna get three points. You're gonna be the guy that that cuts that out. Yeah, and but it's a know, draw. It, it it was the right call for sure. It was definitely a foul. So we call them ties. They call them draws. And like you know, I always say, draws are better on the flow than they are on the sco. That's true. Confucius said that. I stole that from Confucius. I thought you were <laughs> going to give my secret away. We've talked about the England or the Wales game. Yes. What Don't are you looking England, forward yeah. to to England? If I'm looking forward to anything, for good, for better, for worse, we're going to see what this team is made of. USA on Friday. You know, that's it. We're going to see what they're made of. Whether they do good or bad or get another draw, which would be good. I think we'll find out what they got. So, I I think we can all assume that England's going to have more possession than America on Friday. You think? There's going to be a lot of times in which they're going to have us pinned back. I'm very curious to see what we can do. Under pressure? Under pressure. Like a Freddie Mercury song. And... And David Bowie. David Bowie. Yeah, yeah can't forget him. No, you can't. Two Brits, though. Don't want to talk about that. Forget them both. Yeah, I don't like either of them in reality. But I'm definitely excited to see what we do. I don't want to say excited, but I'm interested in seeing Uh what we do when we don't get to have the ball. Because when Wales took possession over in the second half, we didn't seem to have that counter punch. We didn't seem to have a a lot of answers. Like I I think there was the Gareth Bale post game interview where he said like. Uh, like pretty much like we were we were gonna win, you know what I mean? Like if we if you extended the game long enough, Wales was more likely to get the two. And I, you know, they were definitely putting more pressure on the second half. I get that they were the team needing a goal, but we seem like once momentum gets going one way, it's kind of hard to turn it the other way. Yeah, for sure. England has a really talented squad. Mm-hmm. Sure? I think what England has going for them that not a lot of teams going for them do have is they have one guy who's really good at every position. A lot of times for, like, national teams, yeah. you'll you see... You have a couple players at yeah. most. You'll I mean, because that's countries. But yeah, you'll have a couple those. players who are good forwards, a couple players who are good defenders, and a lot of times it can be tough to get your best 11 on the pitch at all times. Right. England, it doesn't seem like it they have matter. that problem. You have, people, you, they have people, you have people fighting. Yeah. You know, like, look at Jaden Sancho snubbed. Mm-hmm. You know, gee, I don't think any other nation in the world would have not picked Jaden Sancho. I mean, maybe, but only the upper echelon. Yeah, maybe like Argentina or that's what, like Brazil, Brazil or, or somebody. somebody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like only those countries. Just so much talent. So that's what you're dealing with. So is there a path to victory here for the USA, or should I say a path to a point? I don't know, a point. A point. So how happy would you be if they got a point, like on a scale of one to ten? If it ended uh, zero zero, how happy are you? Let's let's about about a nine. About a nine, okay. Like an eight to nine. Yeah, that's because, what I would say. Because to me, a draw. If a walks as good as a hit, a draws as good as a win <laughs> <laughs> against England because you can. You saw the way they abused Iran. Yeah. You got to think Wales being a, also a rival. They went through Iran like Alexander the Great. <laughs> Persia. <laughs> um, you, you gotta think that 
that maybe uh, England can put it on the Wales. Because, you know, you got the island rivalry. So I think a draw, not losing England would be huge. I would be very curious to hear somebody who's, you know, a fan of the Three Lions and just hear, like, what their take on the group is. Because there's, like... If I I feel like, like if I was everybody, but I <laughs> if I was a fan of England, my thought would be, whatever we do, we gotta beat Wales. Let's take nine points, right? But, I'd be wanting to take nine. But Iran's the gimme. Yeah. But we're probably gonna beat America. But we gotta beat Wales. But also, we don't want to. We don't sure. want to draw to Wales. That's true. But you saw what Wales had to fight a draw out of America. Wales yep. had to take a a penalty in the 80th minute to to beat them to tie. Sorry, not beat to draw America. So I think I think if England England plays their England plays their game and doesn't think too much about we gotta beat we need to beat they nine points they three point everybody. Yeah, and I mean, with... They've been one of the classiest teams so far. With Wales and America drawing, England probably feels like they only have to win one of the next two games, right? If they win... If they beat America, they probably top the group. If they beat Wales, they probably take first place in the group. So, is there any, like, mindset at all? Like, hey, we'd love to beat America, but we really just want to beat Wales. No, I don't think so. I honestly so. don't think so because we we mentioned it earlier, the the class and the competition in this English squad. Because you're talking about a tournament five days later, maybe you'll get some new names in there. You want to prove that you should be on that pitch. Yeah. You know, what I mean, you already you made it to the three lions. Being on England is so hard to do. I feel like you're competing every time you get out there just to be out there. I think also with their disappointments in in tournaments lately, I think England has a has a hungry squad right now. Who is the player on England that scares you the most? I'll give you mine. Okay. So, and I'm going to take the low-hanging fruit. It's Harry Kane. Sure. He just seems like a guy who... We talked about Gareth Bale last week. And Gareth Gareth Bale's, you know, he's not a striker. No. Pure striker. No. Harry Kane is. Sure. He's not... You know, he's the guy who kind of zones out of games at times. He doesn't always give it his all. Right. But Harry Kane is none of that. He's just a, you know, a really cold-blooded, just pure striker. He's a guy who's going to give you goals. He's a guy in which, if we were going to have a golden boot talk, he's right up there with the best number nines in the world. And another guy... You know, they just have so oh, much come on. I got another, I got my pick already. Don't another guy me. Uh, I'm no, going to go B- Bakari Sacco for me. Uh, Sacco for me, yeah. I think um, his speed and dynamism, he can shoot. Saw it in the first game. I think, like you said, the USA defense was really regimented, really organized. I think when you get guys like in England that can kind of move around, give you different looks, I think... Um, and that mixed with the speed. I think Saka's going to be very dangerous. Back up like uh, Phil Foden. Like, mm-hmm. I just think their their movement and their speed, uh, their craftiness up top, it will be a little too much for us to handle. And that's the other thing, too, is I didn't want to take an attacking midfielder. 
Because they just have so many attacking. Yeah, characters. right. Which one? You don't know. Well, that's something like it's you soccer, could say Mason Mount, Raheem Sterling, and they might both be on sure. the bench all game. That's so. what I'm like. I picked in case one was on the bench, here's mm-hmm. another. Yeah, Phil Foden. Jude Bellingham. I mean... Jack Grealish. They have an embarrassment of riches. And we have a solid team. And sometimes right. solid teams beat really good teams. Or draw them. And that would be an 8 or 9 for me. Yeah. <laughs> Prediction. Prediction. I will... I'll do it. I'll call it... I guess I won't. I'll call the draw. Okay. I'm going to go 1-1. It's a 1-1 draw. Wow. Hurricane, Kristen Pulisic. I'll call the scores. I'm going crazy wow. on the extravaganza tonight. I will say two to one, England wins. Oh. I'll say a Harry Kane goal, a Mason Mount goal, and then for America, Jordan Morris. Give me a Gio Reyna goal. Oh, he does it. Yeah, he, I think he actually plays. A lot of people were upset he didn't play mm-hmm. against Wales. I really don't know why he didn't. He seems to be so one of our best 11. This game, here he comes. So, you know? yeah. He's going to be fresh. He's going to score a goal, a laser beam right at the top of the box. <laughs> Two to one, though. Bad guys. So, we mentioned earlier this has been a crazy World Cup. Yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Like, Saudi Arabia beat Argentina. Yeah. Japan beat Germany. How fun was that? For me, not at all. Um, no, I guess not. For you, no, it wouldn't be. Saudi uh, Arabia was a lot of fun, though. Yeah, I, I was just very thankful I didn't pick Argentina in that <laughs> one. Because I think I was waffling before the tournament. Whether or not to pick them, I like them all. Like I said, it's just the whole... The fact that every crowd is so into every game because, you know, everyone's so nationalistic. And, yeah. the, every you know, everyone wants their team to win so bad. It's crowds as is, fervent is as you've ever seen on players that want to win for those crowds. It, it's just fun. I think the Japan-Germany uh, game to me was, it was honestly, it was really fun. Because I remember on the show saying, I was like, you want to see some fun? Watch Japan. And the first half, I totally lied to everybody. It was kind of, uh, Germany dominated the game. Uh, they had the goal. And then in the second half, uh, Japan kind of they spread it out. They use the press. They use their speed, uh, and they really kind of they put Germany on the back foot. The fact like the Saudi Arabia game, I think overall them winning is the bigger upset. But watching that game, I, I didn't think Japan like they came out of nowhere in that game. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Argentina hasn't lost since like 2019 or something crazy like yeah, that. Yeah, a good streak, and they had the lead too. Uh, penalty early. They also had three goals overturned because of offsides. How do you feel overall about that so far? VAR and how that's been utilized. Well, I'm a Puritan, so I hate it. Yeah, except it totally screwed Canada today. I guess the the well, non-use, Canada deserves the non-use of, of it. Bunch of wankers up screwed there. Canada. So. They should have had another penalty. They didn't look at it. Maybe if they were on ice. If they were on ice, I... <laughs> who do they play? I don't know. Uh, that was Belgium. Belgium eked one out 1-0. Canada played really hard. Now, Julius Caesar said they were the toughest of all the goals. The Canadians. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... The Belgii. The Belgae. I don't know how they pronounce it. 
so who would you say has impressed you the most? We've seen the upsets. It's hard not to say Spain. It is hard not to say Spain. Look, I wanted to say maybe France or, or England even, but seven to nothing. I, I get you have to look at the opposition, but seven to nothing, especially when people thought Spain was kind of falling off. I'm gonna go Spain. España. I'm gonna go France. You know, we were wondering who was going to take up the role for Benzema. And Giroud, the ageless wonder, ties Thierry Henry for the all-time lead in France's all-time goal scoring. That's pretty remarkable. It seems like he's got one more World Cup run in him. Remember, he led the line because Benzema had a run-in with the coach. So Benzema wasn't there in 2018. It was Giroud. That's what that was. And they still got Mbappe. They still have Griezmann. Oh, yeah. What do you mean still have Mbappe? has gone crazy. Yeah. The other day, uh, Antoine Griezmann made me actually look kind of smart <laughs> for picking him as my favorite player the uh, the other day. Uh, really good. Really in tune in the middle of that midfield. And they started that game losing, too. Kind of a surprise, but they weren't. Shocked. So you almost like to see that. Like if you're a France fan, the how they responded to being down. No big deal. Yeah, for sure. So by the time we do this show next week, most likely we're gonna know a lot of, of stuff. Yeah, we're gonna know who advanced, who didn't. Mm-hmm. So we'll probably do a round of sixteen breakdown. It seems like there's been a lot of upsets. Definitely nobody's gonna have the bracket right. If this was March Madness. Right, we're we all, all busted. Be wrong. You busted. But speaking of busted, that's right. The World Cup of beer, the real World Cup. We had a tie. Oh, Pilsner Erkel from Czech, Hofbräuhaus from Germany, mm-hmm. otherwise known as Deutschland. They had the exact same amount of votes. Yeah. So I think we're gonna do a taste test. Okay. So I've been drinking both all show actually. Shit. So you're ready? So you're gonna give your account? You have a now we have we have Hofbrau original. They call it a Munich fucking original. <laughs> a Munich specialty. If you're going for flavor, you would go the Pilsner Urkel. In my mind. Definitely has more flavor. If you're going for drinkability, I think you go for the Hofbrau original. I can see why these two beers tied. I really can. I don't know if I have, man, it's so tough. You don't have it? But if I'm going to pick one, give me the one seed, Hofbrauhaus. So honestly, going in, I tried, I tried, I've had them both before, but retrying, I've tried Pilsner Raquel, and I thought that it had such a round flavor that I thought that was going to be my pick until I tried the Hofbrau original here. And I think I gotta side with you and give it to Hopper Original. Like you said, it just tastes so clean. It's so clean. There's no there's no aftertaste. There's it's not a bad well made beer. Exactly. It's not too harsh anywhere. It's got the good kind of banana taste of like a wheat beer, but a little hop on the nose. If I was gonna Enjoy drink it. a boot right now. I'd probably go Hopra House. All right, give me your boot. <laughs> Do a shoey. All right, so Hopra's moving on. Hopra moves on. 
reminder just to vote. It takes yeah. literally a split second. Click on your favorite beer. But Pilsner Urquell really surprised me. It's a fantastic beer. If I was at a bar and all they had on tap was Pilsner Urquell, I'd be a happy man. Yeah, I'd be impressed by that bar and a happy man. <laughs> you know what's funny <laughs> is I feel like it would be like a small bar who like got like a contract with them and then like are trying to like sell it Yeah, all. they're like, no one comes in here for this probably. And now they're just like, yeah, all we have. I'm just like, oh, all right, fine. Just like, Pour some pictures. It's a Czech bar. Beautiful women in Czech. Beautiful beer. Second. Beautiful in this case. Hopper House wins. The German powerhouse moves on. The Czech Republic. I won't make another World War II reference <laughs> like the Sudetenland gets rolled over. Wait, you just said you went after that. Wow. Speaking of USA England, we decided to do a draft. Huh. Wait, again? All I the have bone spurs. All the reasons, in case anybody was forgetting why they should cheer for America, these are all the reasons why America is better than England. So, how long you got? We are going to do a seven round draft, one pick per round. I will start. What? Yeah. Okay. Only because all the picks have to be great, <laughs> I'll let you go first. It doesn't matter. You could be the second pick in the seventh round. Still good. Still a good pick. Let her go, buddy. What do you so, got? with the first pick in the first round of all the reasons USA is better than England, give me the obvious one. NASCAR. <laughs> I mean, obviously. Cars that go 200 miles per hour and only turn left Mm because turning right was inefficient. Yeah. How do you argue that? They drive on the wrong side. It doesn't even make sense there. Plus, the guy ran off the wall to beat the other guy the other week. So, crazy. Just Uh, a great sport. Am I the second pick? Second pick. Am I the second pick as to why USA is better than England? Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris. The obvious one. Carlos. I mean, the man, the man, Carlos Ray. (laughs) Also known as, I mean, that means King Carlos, pretty much. He turns off the lights and he's in bed before it's dark. You know? It's insane. Did you know that Chuck Norris invented a brand of toilet paper? The Mm -hmm. only problem was it wouldn't take shit from anybody. (laughs) You know, they tried to name a street Chuck Norris, but everyone that walked on it, Ended up tripping and breaking their legs because nobody crosses Chuck Norris. <laughs> so, with the third pick, first yeah. pick in the second, second round, round, I guess. Of all the reasons America is better than England, give me Taco Bell. Taco Bell? Yeah. Oh, wow. It's incredible. You get like. You can make everything beefy and cheesy and crunchy. Who knew it? Who knew it? Hell yeah. Which sauce is your favorite? The sauce. I'm a mild guy, but yeah, I, I, I do like uh, the potato griddlers a little bit hotter, so those are pretty good. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fire. I'm a fire man. Shh. Fire man. 
And uh, second, second pick, right? Second yep. pick. Second pick, second round. Second pick, second round. I'm gonna go with chips. Ooh. And calling them chips, not crisps, because crisps is a stupid, cumbersome word to say. No one should call a snack a dumb word like that. I'm going ahead. I'm taking the, you know, I'm taking high, high potential. You know what I mean? I'm, yeah. I'm taking someone that no one saw coming. I'm taking that pick early. And, like, they have fish and chips, and they're not even chips. That's stupid. Why would you call that a chip? I'd... They don't get it. That's so dumb. With the first pick in the third round, otherwise known as the fifth overall pick. Ooh. Quick mess. Give me Joey Chestnut. Oh, he can Joey. eat 72 hot dogs. Wow. In 10 minutes. 10 minutes. That's remarkable. Who could do that? I think if you gave me the entire island of England, I don't know if like the whole island could do that in 10 minutes. I don't think they've eaten 72. Do they have hot dogs there? Uh, They probably call them like wieners or something. Yeah, they probably call them like uh, a meat chip. Or something <laughs> stupid like that. Oh, man. Silly. Uh, I'm going to go for, I, I think, if, when you're building a team, it needs a mayor. And the mayor of Flavortown, I'm going to go <laughs> Guy Fietti for me, is my pick. Great pick. He goes to all of the smallest towns oh, yeah. and eats all of the best food. Food. And that's what makes America yeah, great. Great. Is you can have obesity anywhere. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah. And, and you don't fucking cuss everybody out like Gordon Ramsay. What a jerk. What a dick. I'd fight that guy. Right now. Yeah. Do you think, how many Gordon Ramsays do you think you could beat in five minutes? At least three. At least three. Oh, in five minutes? Yeah, in five minutes. Four. Four. Four and a half. I was going to say three at once. Honestly. You know like the duck-sized thing? <laughs> You're up. Are you up? Fourth round pick one? Yep. So, with the first pick in the fourth round, give me the Duke. John Wayne. Oh! McClintock. Wow. Great movie. War Wagon. Great movie. We won't talk about the time you played Genghis Khan. The Conqueror? My <laughs> favorite film. <laughs> John Wayne. Like, who Who does uh, England have that even, like, come close to that? Like Patrick Stewart? Yeah, right. Think of somebody with a sir on it. Like right? Professor X or somebody? Yeah. I'm going to take Badgers the actual animal. Okay. Because they don't even, they don't even have this. My homie from England, he's like, he was like, why would they call Wisconsin the Badgers? It's, it's literally a squirrel. And then he found out what our badgers are like. Furious. Ferocious. We're ravenous. Yeah. A member of the weasel family. Yeah. And there's our member of the bitch-ass animal family. So our badgers kick their badgers' ass. I'm going to go American badgers for me. Perfect pick right there. Great value, in my opinion. So with the first pick in the fifth round... Give me Bang Bros. <laughs> yeah, right. I've never seen. I've Quality never seen a British porn company. So, well, you know they have to watch our porn. I'm not gonna say anything about that. <laughs> Ours is better. <clears throat> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go for me. Jimmy Dean. Great. I think Great he was thing. a vice president at one point. 
Probably. He's the inventor of breakfast sausage patties. Mm-hmm. Don't know if that's true or not. It is now. He invented the breakfast sausage patty. Very well seasoned. Uh, if you go to England, they, they call their sausage bangers. Uh, they, they're all very phallic. They don't know anything about patties like this. Jimmy Dean for me. Also best friends with Paul Bunyan. Great guy. Great guy. Very strong arms. With the first pick... In the sixth round. Wow, we're getting late. Give me the Ford F-150. The horsepower, the torque on that thing? The Ford F-150, a classic American ride. You could probably tow England. Probably. You could probably hook up the entire island. Scotland, Wales included, right? And tow that fucker. They're not even allowed in the channel. Because they're just too powerful. Yeah. They would sink the tunnel. The water would shoot out of it, just right out of it. Then it's just a tunnel. <laughs> okay, we're getting late here. I think it's time to pick the things that really matter. Mm-hmm. Like crispy, tangy, spicy buffalo wings. Mm. I'm going buffalo chicken wings. Uh, chicken there is maybe like tikka masala. Other than that, probably bland and lame. Uh, Buffalo Chicken Wing from Buffalo, New York. My pick. Great pick. There's no... I mean, you know, you can have a bad chicken wing, but it's usually like the sauce that makes it bad. Well, you really gotta try to fuck it up. You really gotta try. You gotta overfry it. You gotta serve it cold. You know what I mean? You gotta do something sad. Some egregious behavior to fuck up a chicken wing. I love chicken wings, though, so... I could eat chicken wings every day. I'm leaving right now. I'm getting chicken wings. With my last pick, you got me on the idea of food. Oh. Give me the Philly cheesesteak. Whoa. Incredible. Whoa. You get you get the beef. Oh yeah. You get the cheese. Uh-huh. You get the onions. I'm on you, man. The I'm peppers. A now, do you like mushrooms on your Philly cheesesteak? For me, yes. I'm in the same boat. I'm I'm a mushroom man. You gotta do the mushrooms for me. I know. I know it's not always traditional there, and I'm a provolone man, not a cheese whiz guy. So I go provolone um, yep. wit. If I'm in Philadelphia, I'm a provolone wit. Agreed. Kind of guy. Give me that. Give me. I know it's probably not common. I would even do Swiss or mozzarella, um, but yeah, I'm not like a cheese whiz either. Not a huge fan. There's one pick left. What are you going for? I'm going to pick Tupac. Tupac. Yeah. That's right. I see you putting your bandana on over there <laughs> and tying it in the front. They just don't. That kind of swag, that kind of vibe, that kind of hood genius don't come from. Don't come from England. I'm sorry. He had a library in his house. Yeah. I mean, they probably did that a lot in England, but they didn't. Go wrap it after that on some hot no. beats? No, he, they were stuffy. They were like Charles he, Dickens. He took the library and made it cool. Yeah. And they just took the library and made it stuffy. Yeah, they just yeah. like stole a library from like Egypt or some shit. Whoops. So. Alright. So I think it's pretty obvious who the world should be cheering for. It's America. That's right. That's Follow us on OnlyFans. And also Twitter at Thurston1069. Go USA. Enjoy the cup. Peace. Peace.